What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Creative Digest, where we sit down and we talk with other creators and creatives, and we talk about their processes and their experiences. Today, I'm joined by Jack Hilton. Hello. What's up, man? Hey, I'm, Dude. I'm Jack. I'm Jack Tilden. I'm also known as uh, Tilden. That's kind of like my my artist pseudonym, or yes. like just like an online name. Whatever. I it's it's a nickname. It's you can use Tilden. You can use Jack. You can call me whatever. They all they all they they all roll off the tongue. For the for the longest time, I thought it was Jack Tilbin. A because lot of, people, of yeah, because a of, lot of people think my last name is Tilbin because that's like my username on everything. Yeah. But uh we, we met here, obviously, much like a lot of my recent guests here at the University of Cincinnati. Um Jack, you're a uh, media production, right? Media production so, major, yes. Yes. So but that's you're specifically doing film, right? No. I'm specifically do it. Well, I'm in the multimedia production. I want to go down the audio route. Oh, okay. ideally. Yeah. I, I don't know much about it yet, though. So it's I'm not sure. I'll see where it takes me right now. But so you're in, you're in a band, right? Yes. You're in you're a part of a music group. I'm part of a collective. What, what what is the name? Yeah. What's the name? We are called Bleachers Only Child. Bleachers Only Child on every single platform. Yeah, dude. And I've listened to the music and it's gas. Thank you. I wish I would have been a little bit more prepared. I've been going through the ringer, and I'll get to that story in a minute. But I wish I would have been a little bit more prepared because I would have queued it up, maybe played a little. But it's honestly, actually, I mean, yeah, no, you yeah. don't have to do any anything right now. But yeah. because I was on that podcast like a few weeks ago, it's technically on there. Oh. It's 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 in a folder. Yeah, it's gonna be in his folder. Whoever your friend's name is, right? Yeah, and it's in downloads. And you would have to like get it all on the software. Yeah. No reason to really work on that right now. But so, but but with that being said, then we're just gonna point them straight to the Spotify, the Apple Music, yes, all of the platforms. We're just gonna tell them to Bleachers go listen. Only there. So, you as Jack, though, yes. Where did and I always ask this question. This is always the opener. How did you as Jack get your start um, in music? In yeah, I guess in the the music world, it's. It's hard to really know. I guess I sort of I started I for like my first elementary years I had no idea really where I wanted to go with anything, but then uh in 4th grade I did a I did a play at my local theater and I just really enjoyed doing that. I really enjoyed being on stage and performing and entertaining and that was just I from then on I knew that that was somewhat what I wanted to do with my life. Um uh when I was in like beginning of middle school I started singing like I wanted to sing um I was and I, I like I did this this one like singing camp thing and we did like a perform, performance at the end of it and then uh I remember after that performance like a couple of days after my mom showed me the video she took and I sounded so terrible mm-hmm. that I like I stopped I stopped singing for a while wow yeah but I mean I still continued singing in like my school's choir but I just, it was like I wanted to sing. I tried singing. I just was not good <laughs> when I, I when I tried. Sure. Um, but, of course, I stayed in choir. I kept, like, trying to uh, improve. Um, when I was in my freshman year, I had a group of friends, and uh, we, like, tried making, like, really stupid joke rap songs. Okay. And that was, I mean, we put those on, like, SoundCloud. Nice. And it was... <laughs> Can it was like f- it was it was really dumb. It was really stupid. Um, can we still some, find them? No, ah, no, you cannot. 
Um, <laughs> actually, I think technically you could, but yeah. I would like for people to not find. Yeah, them. yeah, we won't. We won't look yeah, too far I, into yeah. it. I don't know how. I don't even think it would be easy to find anyway. Um, but I, I, uh, after that, I realized like, oh, I like, I really like making hip hop style music, but I want to continue singing. So I guess like, how can I? bridge these together and I I mean I started like expanding my music taste mm. and then you know I I became a big fan of Brockhampton mm. I yes. became a big fan of the band Brockhampton I love them I uh and w- one day one of the members he was uh HK he was twitch streaming and he was twitch streaming the game Among Us <laughs> and uh he was like having people from the chat join the game like by joining uh, a discord server and there was barely anybody watching the stream either. It was mm. weird because it's like they're a huge band and mm-hmm. one of the members was streaming and he was streaming to like 20 people. Mm. Weird. And so yeah. I, you know, I joined, of course, because I was like, I'm a big fan. Yeah, and, love HK. Um, yeah. Yeah, I love HK. It was HK. Uh, um, and uh, that, like, he had us join a Discord server for that. And from then on, we started, like, using that Discord server and we, I made friends on there, one of them being Lucas, who is now my bandmate. Um, at the time, he was just a guy that I knew that made music. Um, but I guess from there, uh, in in about like March, April, like he told me that he joined a band called Bleacher's Only Child, and I, you know, I was like, "Oh, this seems really cool." And I listened to their first song that they they dropped, which was Amnesia. And I was like, man, I love this. And I was basically their number one fan sure, for yeah. like a few months. Um, and I would, you know, talk to the members on there. And, uh, you know, we talked all the time. And then eventually, like, they were like, yeah, you want to be in the group? And I was like, yeah. Yes, yes please. I absolutely, yes, <laughs> I absolutely do. Because, I, I mean, ever since becoming a fan of Brockhampton, I always kind of wanted to be in, like, a collective type uh-huh. group. Um, initially, I actually joined the group just as, like, almost a hype man of okay. sorts. Like, uh, if anybody knows Odd Future, there was uh, Jasper and Taco. They were members of Odd Future. and But most of what they would just do is, like, be in the music videos, and they would kind of, like, yell on songs and say some funny stuff on songs sometimes. Yeah. And that was initially kind of how I jo- what I joined on. Um, but then whenever, like, we would be in calls and we would be making music, which I can kind of talk yeah, about yeah. later. Um I, I was like, I really want to drop a verse on some of this stuff. And so I started, like, sending them, you know, my takes for verses. And they were – most of them were scrapped at the beginning. Sure. I Most of them did not make it on the tracks. Um, but then eventually I just started getting better. Yeah. And then I started making it on tracks, and then here I am now. Shoot. Yeah. So Bleacher's Only Child is a collective. You guys really – I mean, for – well, you joined because of Discord, right? Yeah. So they were already a thing before? Before they were... Yeah, how'd they become a thing? They became a thing uh, in a in a pretty similar fashion. I mean, okay. they, they all knew each other through different ways. Everybody still only really knew each other over the internet except for the two founding members of the group, which are Purse Lenard and Matt Pedroza, who are 
good friends and they go to school together. Okay. They're they're still in high school right now actually. They're still in high school. They are still in high school, yeah. Wow, that's wild. They're, no, the funny it's not even like they're seniors in high school, they're juniors in high school right now. Wow. And so they, they were, were soph- they were like sophomores when they started the band. Yeah. So the, the the band's pretty new and you said that you met over Discord and and, and that's that to me is what's really really fascinating. It's cuz the way you guys make music is so untraditional, right? Because right. it's super collaborative. Yeah, you guys live on opposite sides of the country. Opposite, yeah, so we live at <coughs> tell, completely different. Tell locations. me about the Discord music making lifestyle. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, generally, what it is is um, somebody will just type in our chat. They will uh, at all the members and be like, "VC?" question mark mm. um, And then we join the voice chat, and um, usually we have about like three producers in the group. That would be like Matt, DJ, and Lee. Uh, Matt and DJ make up their own little production duo that they call Encino LA. And so often, uh, well, specifically on one song, Amnesia Remix, uh, it says Encino LA Remix. That's just reference to uh, them. Them. Got they it. kind of remixed it. Um, but the, usually one of them will just uh, screen share uh, their, their digital audio workstation. Mm-hmm. And with Matt, that's usually Logic Pro. With DJ, that's usually Ableton Live. With Lee, that's usually FL Studio. Wow, so you guys are all over the place. Too. Yeah, everybody <laughs> uses a different DAW. It's funny. Um, but, and and they'll just, like, fire that up. They'll start making a beat, I guess. They'll just start making an instrumental, and eventually it'll get to a point where, like, we really love this, mm-hmm. like, and, and we're ready to, like, drop some verses. That's crazy. And so um, each of the... The vocal members, which I will add that DJ and Lee, who are producers, are also vocal vocalists, and they drop their own verses. Um, but we'll, I guess, open up whatever we record on. Um, I've I started recording on Audacity, and recently I've been recording on um, Adobe Audition because yeah. now I have now so, I have Creative Cloud yeah. because of because of you. You have to have it here. You so. have to have creative cloud if you're in media production pretty much. Um, but yeah, now I use Adobe audition cause it's actually, it's good. Yeah, no, it's like good. it's not, it's definitely not a good DAW for um, like all the effects, mixing and mastering. No, but for a recording right. platform, it's like, good. It's not good for making beats. Sure. You, can, you absolutely cannot make no. beats on Adobe audition and, um, mixing and mastering. No, for a recording, it is great. Yeah. It's actually just wonderful. That's what I used to record the podcast on. Really? Like, before I got here. Right. Like, because I, like, I had, like, you know, the audio interface, and I would use my, I would, I, I had two SM7Bs, and then we would just, like, chat right. it up. Um, and, yeah, I recorded it all through Audition, and then, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And, uh, yeah, that's what I use to record my vocals for songs now. Um, but, yeah, I'll basically record it on top of the beat, because they'll usually send a, send the beat. Um and then I will send like a little demo of me on top of the beat to Soundshare, and they'll be like, they'll either be like, mm, "This is all right," or they'll be like, "Yeah, this is really good. Yeah. We like this. We're probably gonna use this." And then I will send my isolated vocals that I just basically, you know, take all the vocals that I uh, have, and I'll send each individual track to whoever's producing the beat, and they'll add it onto the track that they have in their DAW. And, I mean, they add all the members' vocals, mm-hmm. and that just turns into a song, you know? Yeah, wow. They add their they add effects to all the vocals. They they do what they need to to turn it into a track. So do you guys have any, like, wow, I mean, that's crazy. Do you guys have any, like, albums out, or is it just, you know, like, singles, EPs? Or? Um, so far, we, we 
started by releasing just a bunch of singles. Then we released our date. I, I mean, putting this in quotes, debut EP sensitive, which is no longer on any streaming platforms. But now we have our what we would now call our debut EP missing, okay. which is out and will continue to stay out. Because, when, when did this come out? Uh, missing dropped in May, June. I, oh, should, okay, I okay. should remember when this dropped, but it, it definitely came out around that okay. that area of time. Um, well, shoot, I probably okay. Then I've probably heard songs from yeah, it. yeah. The 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 like our most popular songs are all from Missing, but we oh, dropped okay. basically the way we dropped it. Um, some people would say it's good. Some people would say it's bad. Whatever. It's the way we dropped it. We basically released almost all the songs as singles already. Oh. And then we added two more songs. And compiled it. Yeah, and compiled it. So, we, yeah, we released Manicure, then Rose, then Blackout, and then we added two more songs, and that created Missing. Most people do that anyway, though. Like, yeah. I mean, like, I think, some I think, people don't, but, like, I, I, yeah. that's not a that's not a uh, a foreign format for releasing. Right. You it's know, like, people the, do that. The criticism there was just the fact that we only had two more songs. So it's <laughs> like if we're hyping up, like, a project, but it's only two new two songs, songs that people haven't already heard, that it's, especially considering one of them was a remix of another song. Mm. So it was basically just one and a half new songs adding onto it. And so some people weren't crazy about that. It yeah, but we, we live and we learn. Uh, yeah, and now there's one place where like all of your bangers are at. Like, you right. know, if you like are gonna point to something, if I'm pointing oh. to something, I'm pointing to missing. Yeah, you're not like pointing to a bunch of singles and yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We um so, Brockhampton is like I would assume like an inspiration, right? Yes. Their sound, your sound they're, is they're pretty much the biggest inspiration. Um, so but you got. Pretty connected to Brockhampton, yes. right? Like, yeah. and and I, I don't fully remember the story. You've told me the story before. It's, I mean, it, it definitely started through like I was talking about the that. Discord, yeah, right? That among yeah, us, that Discord. But um, didn't you somehow get in contact with their like graphic designer? Well, HK is their graphic designer. Oh, so the mem, so the got it. The member whose Discord I joined was is the graphic designer. Is got the it, graphic got it, designer got it, got it, got that's it. HK, and um, I wouldn't say I'm a. Uh, What's the word? Brockhampton aficionado. Yeah, so that's, no, uh, that's fine. Not a lot of, I mean, honestly, not a lot of people that are even fans of Brockhampton even know about HK just because he's not yeah. a vocal member. He's just the graphic designer. Which is just the graphic designer. Yeah, but like you say just the graphic designer. But he's sick, though. I mean, right? Like so if did, you if you look at any of their albums, like the artwork is crazy. Good. Did you 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 guys have like a T-shirt or something, right? Yes, we it, didn't. He do that. Yes, we released. Um, a bit of merch and one of the one of the pieces of merch which is one that i own uh the front of the t-shirt was designed by matt okay uh, who's in the group and then the back of the t-shirt was designed by hk which is it was a very it, it's pretty simple design and yeah. i don't think hk put actually a lot of work into it but i think HK it's still was cool just like, though yeah hk was just like this is just something for you guys and no, that's you know yeah. that's one of the coolest things that that's happened yeah yeah no that's sick is what that is i yeah that's so you guys you got you so you've been a band for over a year now um yes close to a year over a year when did you guys like form you when did you join i i joined last august so i've been in the group for about a year and two months okay okay okay. but the group has been standing for about over like over a year and a half it started in about april oh okay yeah Cool, dude. That's crazy. Uh, well, I don't know. I guess I guess that's 
when the band started is kind of loosely. It's April was when we dro- when they dropped their first single. Oh, okay. Well, but then that's people a... were joining and at different times. I guess technically you could say that the group started like a year before that, which is when Paul and Matt decided that they wanted to start a collective. Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, you guys have been making some bangers. Yes. You guys have been making some crazy music. Um, and it's been getting recognition, right? Yes. Like, I mean, so, and you literally that. just told me about yeah, this, like, just gonna, before just before we went live. Gonna, the craziest, I don't know, to me, this is a crazy achievement. What, this how, is the craziest how, achievement, and, and that's the reason that we have the streams we do on the songs. Um, so, if anybody knows about the media publication Pigeons and Planes, if you do not, it's basically the music section of the publication complex. Um, they, uh, our manager, Howie, got in contact with the Pigeons and Planes founder, and they basically they digged our music a lot. And in June, this June, uh, we were listed as one of the best new artists on Pigeons and Planes. Yeah, dude, that's for crazy. June. That's crazy. Yeah, and the craziest thing, and and the you guys were on the list with Wet Leg, right? right? And we then were, we were above them. On yeah, the, you guys were above, above Wet Leg, and in the studio right now we're recording. Which I I feel like I have to preface. I forgot to. I left my camera at home. Right? Yeah. So this isn't a this uh, this one's not going to be video recorded for the for the folks that watch yeah. on YouTube. But so I can't show them. But Wet Leg on vinyl. Yeah, it's is sitting right in here next with to us. us. So. Definitely a full circle podcast for yeah. sure. How so? You did your pod. You did a podcast with uh, your friend, right? Yeah, De Niro. He's, yeah, he's also putting out his podcast through Bearcast. Yeah, and um, they. Um, well, on another note, yeah, that's what the podcast is called. What's his podcast called? On another note. Oh, that's what it's called. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were like sh- shifting topics. <laughs> no, that's what the podcast. No, is I don't called, know. Yeah. No, that's sick. Um, does he talk a lot about music? Because yeah. that's a really good that's, play on that, words. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. What, yeah, good, good, good. good. I was like, that's a really podcast. good play on words. Um, no, what, the way that uh, which uh, so like Bearcast they like facilitate for me, which is like slightly different than some of the other students is like I use like the space right. Yeah. And then, like, but the recording, like, I don't release through Bearcast. Like, you know, like, the Bearcast, like, podcast section? Yeah. You know, like, that, like, whatever, that page on Spotify or the playlist on Spotify or whatever? So this doesn't come out through that. This comes out through Creative Digest. Huh. I no, I could have sworn I saw it on the Bearcast. They thing. might take it as well. That I think would they not do. I me. think it's in the Bearcast Spotify thing, too, but, like, you release it. You release it. I would own. love to know how they get it. Because I don't send it to them. That's insane. I don't know. Well, if they're listening, just let me. I just would love to know how you get it. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm flabbergasted. Yeah, yeah broadcast I'm, media. I'm all over the place today. Well, while you looked it up, I'm all over the place today. I mean, like, I'm trying to like come up with like good, good podcast topics. But today's, I've just been in the ringer. Like, my my schedule's been all off. My first class got canceled. And then it was raining, but I still decided to ride my electric skateboard to class today. And I absolutely ate it. I mean, I I hydroplane, so like I went to break, but kept sliding, and yeah, boy, I just yep, entire right side. I mean, like busted up my elbow. I haven't even seen my leg yet, but I'm in so much pain, and like there's blood coming through. There was blood coming through my my pant leg. So um, yeah, 
it's been a rough morning. And then I've just been on campus all day, came straight here. Ugh. Ugh. Am I on there? No. I don't know. I don't know. I swear. I feel like I'm losing it because I swear. I could have sworn it was on It's there, like the purple logo. There. Right. Yeah. And now it's not there. That's, you know, that's fine. It's fine. I could be wrong. I could have been wrong the whole time. <laughs> maybe I was just experiencing some delusions. Like yeah, that. maybe you're just on maybe a I'm just crazy. crazy trip. And So what, right now, what's the uh, outside of you guys? Outside of your music. I just fully blanked. Outside of your guys' music, what's the go-to song right now? What are you listening to? What's been, uh, on, what what's been I, on repeat? What am I listening to? God, let me... Let maybe, me. maybe album, maybe artist, maybe song um or all of the above i'd love to I'll, yeah i guess i could talk about a couple of things i can say that recently an album i've been listening to a lot is when i get home by solange okay no I, idea but yeah. solange she's beyonce's sister and Whoa. she makes similar music to beyonce but a bit more like alternative r&b type stuff okay it's, it was a big album when it dropped it was in 2019 uh but i've been listening to it a lot um Last weekend, I went to a JPEG Mafia concert. That was very great. That was a very great concert. Very so cool. Listening to some of his stuff. Yeah. And Snail Mail, which is a, like an indie rock artist, she was the uh, opener for it. And I hadn't really listened to her stuff before, but yeah. I really digged it when I heard it as an opener. So I've been listening to her stuff recently. Um, but yeah, I can, I can say that Snail Mail and JPEG Mafia are artists I've been listening to. Solange. When I Get Home is an album that I've been listening to a lot. You know what I've been really devastated about here recently? Because one of my favorite artists of all time, Rex Orange County. Right? Oh, I love Rex. I loved, I loved. I'll say the. Yeah, I have to also say loved. I can't. Do you know the news about yeah. why? Yeah. The, so, for the, so for the public of why we're so devastated about Rex Orange County and why we will not be listening to him anymore. Right. Um, six. Six. Six sexual assault allegations against him. Um, yeah. Which, wow. he, which which they say it's from the same person. It's yeah. Apparently it's all from um, the same person. And I I Yeah. I just uh, don't even know. Devastating. Devastating. No, because I have like a massive vinyl collection. Yeah. I have two of his vinyls. Yeah. And now it's like I don't know what to do. I with went to it. his concert over the summer and it was one of the greatest. Concerts of my life. It was right. a blast. It was well, so good because so, once so the good. once the things came out, he literally didn't release a, has not released a single statement about the allegations, and he just canceled his tour. Like the rest of his tour just got canceled. Mm. And I'm like, dude, that's not the way to handle this. I will say, so that just tells his me his recent like, album was my least favorite out of like his. Who favorite. cares? Hundred percent. Yeah, I didn't yeah. like it. So I didn't. Okay, I say I didn't like it. It I was not my favorite. It. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't something that I, really, I. I have that album on vinyl. Just because uh, my friend Kenny, he really liked that album, and so he was like, and he accidentally bought two of them. Mm. I don't even know how that happened, but he accidentally bought two vinyls, and he was like, eh, "I'll sell this one to you." And I was like, "All right, here's twenty bucks," and he gave it to me, and now I have that on vinyl, even though I don't ever. No, really and I didn't it. hate it. I didn't hate the album. But Apricot Princess is amazing. So yeah, it's like, I, he what just stacked up against all of his other albums it's yeah. just hard to be like hard that was compete. your best damn well he's canceled so <laughs> which sucks he literally was one of my like favorite artists i mean i started listening to him back in like high school or like early early high school like i remember freshman year in my first car his music was like it is nostalgic because of my first ever car i bought right. uh, <sighs> yeah. it's a shame 
I remember, I remember the first time I listened to Sunflower. Yeah, oh, that was. Yeah. And then, it, it and then, so, yeah. crying to Pluto Projector in my car, and and listening to the entirety of Apricot Princess, yeah. and you know, in my room on vinyl. Oof. It's amazing. And is now, what it is. Now what do and now what do I do? Now what do I do? Yeah, because like, I I would just love to hear his statement. Right. I would love for some kind of like. Like it says that like the only I guess statement that he's made was it wasn't even a statement that he made it was just I think his lawyer said that he denies the allegations yeah and so what does that mean you know yeah I I just need a little bit you more can't story just say no and like it's like uh, and he's not like a target so like for me it's like why would she just randomly come out and you know throw these allegations out there. For it, you know, like, in, which sucks. Like, as much as I want him to come out and for her to come out and be like, it's not real, it didn't happen. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. So I want to hear it so bad. I don't think that. But can it's be not real. gonna happen. Right. He's uh. He, he probably just did that. He could come back. I mean, if he like does it right, and I'm not sure what right is. But he's so know. young. I have he's no so idea. young. <sighs> mm-hmm. Ah. Kanye, he's done. Kanye's done. He's done. I, done. I honestly, but it's like he was done a while like, ago. Yeah, but everybody kind of saw it coming. It was so it, it wasn't too devastating for me. Yeah, for again for uh, relative news for for those who don't because I know for a fact I have listeners who are, like aren't on social media. Right. Because like, so, some of the people they're like, what? That's crazy. I'm like, yeah, this is like old information. Anyway, so Kanye, uh, I guess he goes by Yay yeah. now. Yeah. Yay. I don't know. And. Yeah. Uh, yeah, on a podcast, made some like super super anti-Semitic yeah, statements. Well, well, first of all, it was his his tweet that he tweeted. Oh yeah, he literally said that he was. He said he said I am going. I'm going to go DeathCon three on the Jews. That's such an idiot. Like dude. what? Who makes those statements? Kanye, I guess. It's yeah, like wow. But but it was like everybody could kind of see it coming through all of the stuff that he's like even done in his past, and it yeah. was like there was the I I can I can be ashamed to admit that I tried I I used to defend some of his stuff. Oh yeah, so did I. Right, because I mean, his I, music just was like still good. Right, like, he's still making bangers. So I'm like, ah, he's not a bad guy yet. <laughs> yeah, and it was, there was like like when the whole like when he was supporting Trump, I was like, no no no, he's just doing it to a. Uh, He's just doing it to blah blah blah. I think yeah, I had, whatever. It's I like think a I PR. Had a yeah, it. like I'm remember. sure it could have been a PR stunt, like because everyone was talking about it, so it kind of checks out. And <sighs> yeah, but at this point, it's like it's way too far gone. I don't even. I don't care too much. It's not like his recent stuff has been the best, anyways. No. Yeah. I mean, I think I think that's one good thing about both the Rex and the Kanye things is that their recent stuff has been their worst stuff. Yeah, so, it's so like it's they like, were already on a. They were already going downhill. Yeah. Like I, I already like kind of stopped listening to them. So yeah, you know it's right. whatever. Yeah, it, man. I mean, this you know this podcast is supposed to be talking about people's processes and their experiences. So and now we're talking about this. All right, I got it. Which which is okay. I mean, you got to keep the content fresh, and this is fresh. This is in yeah. the news right now. Yeah, so. it's fresh. That's all right. But what do you say? What would you say the hardest thing is about producing music not with people? Like, that's got to be hard, um, right? Well, honestly, it, it probably is hard. And it's probably going to be really easy when we eventually do a meetup in person because that's probably going to happen eventually. 
But what I will say, I don't have any experience ever doing it in person. Mm. So I almost don't even know what that's like. This is all I've ever known, yeah. you know? I've yeah, only yeah. known making music on Discord, so it's it's not even like there was any adjustments to be made. It was just how I it was just kind of how I started creating. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever been across the hall? Here? Uh no. Have you seen across the hall? I think so. Is that the is that the audio production yeah, suite? Dude, I've been in there before. Goes crazy. Right. I really I really do want to if I can start like recording vocals for Bleacher's Only Child tracks like in uh, a spot in here. I mean, I might just end up using like that podcast room in the library or yeah. I could use or I could use somewhere here in CCM, I don't know. Well, I mean, literally all you have to do is just like ask for these. Right. Well, because we also have like down the hall over here, yeah. we have like the the recording studio that's for like teaching. But I say that to say they have a vocal booth attached to it. Right. I want, I just, yeah, I need a good spot with good soundproofing because right now, what I will say my vocal setup is, yeah, is, um, so I get my laptop and I get my microphone and I hold it close to me. I throw a blanket over yep. top of me. And then I, I'm, you, you guys can't see what I'm doing. <laughs> I basically have my mic super close to my laptop and I'm in the most uncomfortable position. I'm sure. And that makes it hard to record good vocals. Yeah. Like, when let's it, be honest here. If you're not physically comfortable, your vocals are not going to be yeah. as good. And we, uh, well, well so because, like, and I can partially attest because recording like ADR or like any kind of Foley sound design, voiceover work, like, that's all a part of like what I do. And so I run into a very, similar situation um and so like a lot of times and which it's a little bit easier now because of how my closet's set up but i used to like shove the mic into the closet like in the middle of like the clothes like i would spread the clothes right. just enough to fit the mic and then i would use two c stands and put uh, a quilt behind me and then that's just, how I, that's how right. i do vo work and it's like it works it does the it job, does work yeah but it's just inconvenient. Uh huh. Well, and, and the inconvenience makes it harder to be creative, right? Like because it's like ah, I don't want to have to go through all of this just to mm-hmm. put out a half decent piece of audio. Like right. I don't like, want to. I think there's been there's been a few times where I've been like, I've had a verse ready for BOC, and I really want to like record uh-huh. something, and I'm just like, I don't want to have to do this whole blanket yep. thing. And um, well, and I promote. Um, what's the word? Like, and I, I'm a very, 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 very big promoter of don't let the lack of gear, space, or whatever be the limitation to mm-hmm. why you're not doing it. Right. Don't let that be your excuse because why at I'm the end of the though. day, yeah, exactly. And you're you're doing it still, even right. though it's you're literally like in the most inconvenienced possible way ever. Whatever, you're still finding a way and and mm-hmm. and making it happen and. That yeah, that's all I promote, and right. we ta- I talked about it like two, two podcast episodes, three podcast episodes ago. Um, we talked about discipline, always beating out your like motivation, because like, yeah, like if you have discipline on days that you don't have the motivation, or like you're like ah, oh, I don't want to do this, but it's like ah, oh, but I have to, or like I, you know, like mm-hmm. I I you always know that the great like the product 
Yeah. See, f- hearing the final product and like hearing your song on like a track or something, like if you were to hear your verse once it once the song comes out, that makes all of the yeah. blanket uncomfort right. so worth and, it. And honestly, what I will say, even though it is a very uncomfortable way to record, eventually after like maybe 10 minutes of doing it, it almost just feels natural. Sure. It's it's very strange to say, but like I almost forget that I'm under the blanket sometimes. No. Like yeah. once once I've recorded like my melodies and then maybe like a couple harmonies and then I'm like recording I guess like a bit more of whatever yeah. I'm doing and I'm just like wait a minute, I'm under this blanket. I'm it's I'm yeah. realizing it. And for me it it's all about what makes it work. It's all about getting getting the product out there. If you want to do it, you can do it. And you do it. Um for instance, like in here though, like whenever I'm we're, we're video recording the podcast, so I set up like a miniature hi hat tripod over here and record this way. But then right here, I don't have another tripod, right? Because I need yeah. two hi hat tripods. So I take those. Do you see those pita boxes? Yeah, they're empty. I set up the two pita boxes, and you can see it in some of the videos. And uh, yeah, record that way. But for me, it's like yeah, perfect height gets the angle. Does what you need. And and now and and so now, whenever somebody's like, but if somebody else or if I didn't have the discipline or if I didn't have the whatever, and I'm like, man, I really want to video record my podcast and not just audio. Um, And somebody's like, well, why don't you do it? It's like, well, I don't have a tripod. It's like, why didn't let me not having a second tripod be the excuse? I just I I grabbed the pita I grabbed the pita chip boxes, (laughs) set up my Sony A7S II, and we we get rolling. Yeah. But that you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. Cause mm-hmm. and you're never gonna, you're never really gonna get yourself to that next step of maybe having like a second tripod. Yeah. If you don't use the pita chip box. Exactly. Because like you have to like prove that there's a necessity for it. Right. And this, if I do this long enough, then it's like okay, now okay, yeah. I might as well go ahead and upgrade, or I, I I should do. Or you, it's like I'm. The reason I don't find the closet microphone setup like that big of a deal because I'm not doing ADR work every single day. Right. But as soon as you're producing and recording vocals every day, which this is a good point, is stewarding what you have really well. Right. Like you saying you're not complaining. You're getting stuff done. You have the blanket. You have the mic. You have the, the software. So you're putting out a product and stewarding something super small really well. Right. Yeah. Which leads to you being responsible enough to have a really nice, yeah, vocal booth or yeah. and, you know whatever. And exactly like eventually, the more I, the more we record, the more I record vocals, the more songs we're gonna have, uh-huh. the more stuff we're gonna put out, and the more necessity the more, though. Yeah, the more uh, listeners we're eventually gonna get, and the more I'm gonna be able to eventually have a good spot to record, a yeah. good way to record. Uh-huh. And I don't know. And and a lot of and, it's all going to lead to. And a, a lot of, for me, it's like there is, like I was presented with access to amazing yeah. mics, right? a, a great mixer, like audio, say, whatever, right? You like, see with this media production program, we, ha- we have a lot of access to good stuff. And I will we say have access, I appreciate it. We have access to a lot, lot of stuff. I mean, we better. I pay enough tuition. No, but uh, <laughs> no, like, but I say that with the, I'm not like, I don't know because my ego very well could get in my way of being like a couple things. One, it's like cringy to record at the school, which it's not, but no. my ego could get in my way of also saying like, oh, it's not my gear. 
Like this is, you know, I'm, I'm utilizing the school's mics or whatever. But it's like, yeah, but do you hear how good they sound? Right. Like if I were to record this at home, I don't know if I could make this ha- sound half as good. Like, right. At least right now. And then hopefully one day, you know, like you said, if I get enough listeners and whatever and like this becomes something that I can take on the road or whatever, um, then I would have the, the fiscal means to make something like that happen. Yeah. But it's, I don't have the necessity right now. Yeah. Which that is also something I really love about this school is so far. It's like, I mean, the, the people I have access to, like I just text people. I'm like, hey, you do cool stuff. You want to be on my podcast? Right. It's, right? So it's like, it's crazy. Like the last three weeks has just been consistent podcast after podcast after podcast. And each one I'm super happy with because of. I mean, like, just the people pool is, like, top tier. And, and um, like, even the other day, I was, like, some guy added me on Snapchat, and I just sort of added him back. I didn't know who it was, but it was, like, whatever. That kind of happens. And then he texted me. He was like, hey, somebody here at UC told me that you do music. Um, Whoa. Let's talk. Yo. And it was, like, it's just that easy. Yeah. And, um, this, yeah, no, this, this guy, uh, he ended up sending me some of his music. I sent him some of mine. We talked about our inspirations. Crazy. He said he liked my stuff. I told him I liked his stuff. And I do like his stuff. It was, it was actually pretty good. And I can tell that he's, um, like, he's just starting. He only has two songs out. Yeah. But they're both solid. And I can tell that he's only going to be improving from uh-huh. That's wild, dude. And it's, it's so nice because it's just, you're, you're able to find people here. Literally. And in some people they're like hiding, man. Like, so I have, I had two, uh, I had uh, this kid named Gabe, um, on my podcast. Yeah. I know Gabe. Yeah. Gabe, he is a graphic designer and that's how I knew him. I knew him as a graphic designer. And then he, and then I was like, he was like, yeah, here's my music. Today's home. I'm like, what? Yeah. That's wild. How do you know Gabe? Um, I met him after a Bearcast general body meeting. Like the other week. Uh, like last week, yeah, because right? he was like there last week, and I was uh, like, yeah, I'm was, dying. It, yeah, it was like maybe two, two weeks, weeks ago? ago. It was two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago for me. Yes, and it was yeah because the week he was on the podcast, I was like, dude, go to because he wanted to get across the hall to start like recording stuff yeah. for other people, yeah. and uh, I was like, yeah, dude, like go to the general body meeting and ask, like find the audio director and ask him because mm-hmm. I'm sure he will figure out a way to get you involved, and uh, yeah. That's crazy that you met yeah. him. No, I yeah, I, I met him. We talked about music and stuff. No, you know what's funny? He didn't even tell me what his band was. Like, really? He didn't, like, he didn't tell me anything about his music. He just, like, asked me questions about my stuff, and I should have asked him more. I was kind of... Well, after that meeting, something happened, and I sort of just kind of got... Um, like, I was kind of sad, and I wasn't, like, really yeah. up to a lot of good conversating. And I, I definitely want to talk to Gabe again, but I ended up... It was. I think it was because you posted it. I, you posted something about the podcast, and I was like, "Oh, that's the, that's that guy that I that's met." The guy, and yeah. I followed him on Instagram. Uh, I saw that he like posted that he like had a new single. Yep. I think Solar Loving is what yep. it's called. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. listened to it and I liked it. Yeah, and yeah. well, and, and if you go and listen to the podcast, Spotify, YouTube, yeah. Apple Podcast, wherever you want to listen, shameless plug, of course. Um, <clears throat> he talks a lot about how he like had to do it he has to do it all on his own yeah at least when he was like back at home Mm -hmm. and like now he's starting to find people that can help but before he was like i want to make music and then he's like well i don't know a guitar player he's like well i guess i'll figure out how to play it 
And so he just figures out how to do it because he's like, I don't want to make excuses. I want to make music. That's so I'm like, so that's so great. sick, dude. That's so great. Um, um, yeah. And yeah, no, like, uh, one thing you'll say is that you knew him as a graphic designer before. I yeah. didn't know he did graphic design. Well, I saw that, like, his covers for his stuff. I wasn't sure if he made it, but they're now gas. I know he did make it. Yeah. And they gas. are really good. Yeah. Like, his, the his one graphic of design him, work is so The cool. one of him uh, playing the guitar, and I think it was the Solar one, and he's, like, playing the guitar, and it's, like, yeah. that retro. Yeah. He also said for uh for like branding he wanted to make stickers. So he said I'm going to learn how to make stickers. And so he just learned yeah, how and to do it. Yeah, like the the, yeah. Dis- the cover is like a sticker. Yeah. And gosh, yeah, no, it's super cool. He's great. He's a great guy. I want to talk to him more because I the the time that I did talk to him, I was not giving him I was not giving him enough yeah. conversation. I will I will talk to him. We're really more. gassing up Gabe on a podcast he's not even on, but yeah. That's hey, a right. shout out to him though. He's a good good egg. If you haven't listened to that episode already, go listen to it. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't listened to Bleacher's Only Child yet, um, also go listen to yeah. it. Yeah, after after you finish listening to this Creative Digest, I'm of okay if they stop. It's all right, dude. but definitely come like, back. But Blackout, Manicure, Rose, Retrograde, <laughs> uh, listen to all of those. That's the same the time. EP no, <laughs> listen no, to dude. the entire EP. Uh, then listen to it again. Then listen to it again. Uh-huh. Then listen to the like uh, four or five singles that we had before that, and then listen to Missing again. Okay, I love it. No, and <laughs> and where can they go to follow you on Instagram? Where can they follow me on Instagram? They can follow me at Tilbin. Okay, Tilbin. I've, it's just it's just Tilbin. T i l b o n. Six letters in the I show notes below. It's in the show notes. And follow at Bleachers Only Child. On Instagram as well. Also in the show notes below. Also in the show notes below. We've been chatting it up. I'm 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 gassed. I'm my my social what's the word? My social gas tank is running low. It is. Your social battery. My social battery's running low. I get it. And uh but I'm but I'm glad I'm glad we still got the chance to talk. But I would love I would love I would love to uh have you back on maybe in that group setting podcast. I think hopefully yeah hopefully like me, Gabe talk yo that'd be a great podcast that'd be a great podcast episode and maybe in somebody else who knows this could be great um we we got something going it's good stuff go listen to his music go listen to uh more of the podcast episodes and again i'm also i will say i'm gonna be starting hit me i'm gonna be um releasing solo projects hey uh, maybe a single under tilbin under tilbin uh, next year probably. So we'll uh, well. It, it might be a minute. For I have sure. I have the uh, I have the Spotify page. I will say that because I did a feature for my friend. Bees. Good. And so if, if you, you know you're gonna up, do it, you get it early. If That's you good. do look up Tilbin on Spotify, you will see this like cool pink profile picture, and then you can follow that artist page. Follow it. Turn on the notifications so that you don't miss when it does come out. But I'll have you back on for sure. Then if hopefully sooner, but for sure then to uh, promote the solo work. Um, And again, go subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And make sure that you tune in next Monday. Next Monday. 